Oh, hey. What's up? We are here and we're spinning. Here is what's spinning. Here is what's spinning. Um, it's July and we are talking about June. Yeah, but we are catching up if you didn't notice. We're not yeah, at a reasonable day. Yeah. <laughs> Two weeks into July. Yeah, rather than the following month. I think we did April in June. So. Mm -hmm. so we're catching up. We're getting there, folks. We're learning how this works <laughs> six months in. Yeah. Um, speaking of six months in, um, we're officially through the halfway point of the year. Mm -hmm. uh, as of the end of June. So we should probably, I just thought of this as we were chatting before we started recording, that we should probably do like a top something, sure. our, our, our usual halfway point of the year. Top hat. Top, top hat? Top dog. Top, top dog. Top what, dog of the year. What top something do you want to do? Top sea turvy. <laughs> um... I don't know. I guess we could do a top. Uh... So technically there's for each of us, I guess there's 60 albums mm -hmm. that have made it into our top 10 of every month. Yes. So I don't know. It sounds weird, but like could we just do 10% and just do like a top six of the <laughs> year so far. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. I could Which would basically six. be like your favorite album of every month, essentially. Yeah. Okay. But maybe that's changed. From when we talked about it last. So I don't know. We could do that for at the beginning of next sesh. That'd be cool. Yeah, let's do that. Top six. Top. Why not? <laughs> but But not limit it to the top one of every month. It's just the top six of the year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Sick. Which would not technically, well, I guess it, no. Would that include these? Oh, that. It, these are June albums. Yes. These, it would definitely would. Yeah. These are yeah. the sixth month albums. Do I? Yeah. Where okay, you great. Um, before we get into the uh, things, um, I'm going to let you choose your own adventure here like goosebumps okay. remember those books oh you yeah choose your own adventure yep or like black mirror yeah was that the movie was that black mirror the movie on netflix where it was like no that was a different one but not kaleidoscope <laughs> it was a different one <laughs> uh Black Mirror was the dystopian series where like every single episode was different. Like none of them were related to each other. There's no characters or anything. I know, but didn't they release a movie that was like a choose your own thing? Maybe. I haven't seen it then. I'm pretty but, sure. I remember okay. doing it. That's neat. I don't know if it was something on Netflix. Anyway, you're going to Black Mirror Kaleidoscope these next few things okay um so you can choose between uh two bands that both released two singles um 
that I have both fallen in love with. Okay. The songs. I've, we are, I already like the bands. I think you'd like one of them for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you can choose between that or um, upcoming uh, album announcements. There's been a, a quite a few of them. A slew, if you will. Or you can slew. choose between um, last... On Monday, I was at Between the Buried and Me concert with Rivers of Nile and Thank You Scientist, and I can give you a concert update review. Uh, let's do album releases, <laughs> then singles, then concert review. Okay. And then next time we talk, I'll be able to give you a concert review. Ooh. Because I'm going, I'm going to Dream Theater and Devin Townsend and Animals as Leaders next week. Oh, you are going. Sweet. Yeah. I yeah. am also going on. When's your show? Tuesday. Tuesday. Mine's on Friday. Cool. I am. So we can talk about it then. Very excited. Hmm. Yes. Um. Okay. Album announcements. Um, we have, did I mention Baroness last week, last month, last time? <laughs> uh, I don't remember. Well, Baroness has a new album coming out. It's called Stone. Okay. I have Sick. updated this into the Asana. Mm-hmm. Um, that comes out September 15th. There's rumors on the street that it is their last. Oh, no. So we shall see. Um, we like Teddy Swims here. We're fans. He announced his first full-length album ever. He's done a bunch of EPs. But he announced his first full-length album. It's called I've Tried Everything But Therapy Part 1. It also comes out September 15th. September 15th is quickly becoming a big week. I see that. Um, what is next? What is next? Uh, KK Downing from Judas Priest. He has a solo project and it is called KK's Priest, which I hate the name, but yeah, that's weird. okay. Um, he has a new album coming out. It's called The Sinner Rides Again. It comes out September 29th. I listened to the first single mainly out of curiosity and I quite enjoyed it. Oh, cool. If you like Judas Priest, you will like this song. Uh, do you remember this was in 2021? Do you remember the band Caskets? Yes. Released that album Lost Souls and we both loved it. Yes. They announced a new album. It's called Reflections and it comes out August 11th. And the first, they have four singles out, but I've only listened to the first one and it was delicious. Wasn't there another band last year that released an album called Reflections and it really sucked? I think Except. the band was called Reflections. Mm, yeah, that something yeah. Reflections, but I remember not liking it. But Caskets we did like. Caskets we did like. Uh, so I'm pumped for that one. Uh, a relatively new band for me, never really heard of them before, but their first single, Tightrope, 
um, was very, very cool. And that is called Movements. Mm-hmm. They are called Movements. Uh, and their new album is called Ruckus. And it comes out August 18th. I'm just looking at Asana right now, and I'm pretty sure it's pronounced Ruckus because there's an exclamation point. Yeah, and all capitals. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, go listen to that first single. It's quite cool. They're an interesting little band from Fearless Records. Uh, where's the next one? Oh, I'm going in order of where I added them on my thing, but this is, I was going to save this to last, but I don't want to scroll all the way back down because this is one that I'm very, very highly anticipating. That is Orbit Culture. Finally announced their new album. It's called Descent. So they've been doing just EPs for the last little bit, right? Yeah. Their la- their like last full length album came out in 2020. Yeah. Um. Yeah, this is probably one of the better up and coming metal bands in my opinion right now. Their new single from the inside is just disgusting. It's so good. Uh, another new. Oh no, that's. Oh yes, Atreyu. They have a new album coming out. Woo. Um, the singles sound like Atreyu now. <laughs> cool. So that Not gives... anticipated. <laughs> right. Uh, the album is called "The Moment You Find Your Flame." And it comes out August 18th. The album cover is weird. That's all I have to say. It's a little shorty too. Eight songs. And it's like split up weird. You have Apple Music, right? Yes. If you look at the album, the upcoming album on like Apple Music, the like track listing is like one, two, three, four, and then one, two, three, four. Not Five, six, seven, eight, and I don't understand why. Maybe they're releasing it on vinyl only. But it's here on the digitals. <laughs> <laughs> but it's already here. I, I don't you know. I don't know. I'm I'm less and less stoked on a Treyu every time they release something, so Oh I know. Um we have a new album. From, do you remember Cryptopsy? Did you ever listen to them? Yep. They announced their first album in 11 years. And it's called As Gamora Burns. And it looks interesting. The album cover is pretty cool. Uh, so that'll be interesting. Of first album in 11 years. I listened to the single. It's like pretty, pretty decent. Pretty decent. We have a new album from Thy Art is Murder. The album is called Godlike, and it comes out September 15th. The singles will rip your face off. Uh, last three. Uh, Svalbard. Svalbard. A little <laughs> Swedish metalcore band. They're super cool. Uh, they have a new album coming out called The Weight of the Mask, comes out October 6th. That is officially our first album announcement release for October. You heard it here first. 
and we also have a new album our first new album in november and that is a brand new band called tem temic temich tem temic t-e-m-i-c don't know what that means um it, because it's all caps so it makes me feel like it's a uh, acronym it might be uh the album is called terror management theory and the reason why i am excited about this is because this is the first um there's a guy out there named eric gillette and eric gillette has done many things in the Prague universe mainly he's the guitar player and backup vocalist for the neil morse band oh sick um and he's done stuff with haken he's done stuff with like he toured like the shattered fortress thing that mike portnoy did where he went and played dream theater songs without dream theater and it was all kind of weird but good mm -hmm. um i think i think he's just kind of one of the most he's really gone under the radar just in well i mean prog music in general is under the radar but even in the prog community i think he's really gone under the radar of like how talented he is I would put him up there with any guitar player in Prague. <laughs> yeah. Like, and that includes John Petrucci. Um, I would highly recommend if you ever have time, extra time <laughs> looking up some of his videos on YouTube. He was, he does like, he records covers of songs and he does like the bass, the, the, keyboards the drums and guitars for all of it um and he's just like insanely talented has a killer voice um and has basically just done a ton of session work and a, like a solo album once i think uh and this is his first like band like that's his that he started yeah i'm just uh i'm looking at their website actually and this is like a super group hey this is a prog rock super group yeah so the the like it's the keyboardist from haken yep x x keyboardist obviously mm -hmm. um i can't remember who the other two guys are but yeah they're from like drummer three. drummer simon sandiniz from shining and archetype and vocalist frederick klemp from marathon and 22. yeah so those two bands from those last two guys i haven't actually heard of or listened to but yeah um yeah, I'm I was I was really excited about it when he announced and then they released their single and it's yeah. It's very 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 good. I'm very excited. Sick. Uh and speaking of very excited last but not least, we have a new album from Tesseract. Which I finally very yeah, 6 years it's been. Uh the album is called War of Being and you guessed it comes out september 15th <laughs> the single that they released in true tesseract fashion is a 11 minute single i highly recommend you watch the music video it's like watching a little movie the production okay. value in, in it is just like freaking insane and the song is just insane so yeah that's it they're coming to they announced that they're coming to vancouver in october and i'm like very curious to go but they're 
opening act is pretty underwhelming. So I'm just kind of like, I don't know what to do. It's Intervals again, who okay. opened for Spirit Box. Yeah. And like, they were very mid. Meh. Yeah. Like, just like really boring on stage. Um, so, speaking of concerts, mm. did um, Tool, I tried to get tickets to Tool, and it was like, $150 per ticket for like the top row with the saddle dome, like the hard nosebleeds. And it was like $1,500 for floor tickets. And I said, no, I'm not doing that. <laughs> That's dumb. Yeah. I'm really disappointed that they're that expensive. Yeah. And I feel like tool should add more dates. So tool do that. Yeah. <laughs> or if you're that big play in a bigger menu. Yeah. Or just, you know, don't gouge your fans. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. I think they're just making money for the first time in their career. Right. All thanks to them finally releasing their stuff digitally like a few years ago. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit. It's weird. I, I love Tool, but I'm disappointed that I won't be able to see them because they're like, I'm not... When you can pay $20 for the sport check seats for a hockey game, and that yeah. same seat is $150 to see a concert, I'm like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not only will you not be able to see anything, but you also won't be able to hear anything. So I'm not interested. <laughs> yeah, because Saddle Dome sound is wretched. And then, yeah, putting yourself up in that top corner, it's even worse. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'd pay $150 to go see them at like Jubilee mm -hmm. or like even Mac Hall potentially. Yeah. Eh, maybe not Mac Hall. I, well, I think, yeah, $150 for like big four or Mac Hall wouldn't be awful given yeah. that they haven't been around for a while. Like at least it's all floor seats at that, right? It's all standing. Yeah. Hmm. yeah I looked. For Vancouver tickets too, and it's the exact same thing here. I was like, I'm not paying that. No, to see them that far away. No, you already can't see Maynard anyway. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like you're watching three of them anyway. <laughs> yeah. Um, there was a cool uh, concert announcement that I'm pretty pumped about. I know you don't like the main headliner, but they. Uh, Mashuga announced that they're coming with In Flames and Whitechapel. Uh, which is a concert. really cool bill. Yeah. I do want to go. I wasn't like stoked. I'm I've never been like stoked on Mashuga, but I bet you they'd be kind of cool to hear live maybe for like a half an hour. Yeah, I think they'd be cool live <laughs> and like In Flames would be cool to see live again and I think Whitechapel what they're up to now is pretty interesting like like you say it's a cool bill it's got that like novelty yeah. factor oh i saw well i saw white chapel open for trivium last time trivium was around and they yeah. were just so good sweet so yeah okay um you wanted singles yeah yeah so all these are bills these are a bunch of one-off singles as i was going through my list i found two more bands that also released People, is there a trend going where they just release like a double single as a single kind of thing? I don't know. 
I think people are trying things. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the first one I'll mention is a band called What Lies Below. Um, they re- released their first two singles uh, this year um, called Lunar Haze and Bound. And if you like Era, this is the band for you. Super good. I do, in fact, like Era. It's like insanely good. Um, next, I loved their EP. I think it was last year. You did not. This is knocked loose. They released a technically like a seven minute song, but it's split up into two parts. Uh, and it's called upon loss singles and they are tasty. Sweet. I love them. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Uh, The next one is uh, Imminence. They released... I love Imminence. Yeah, they released two more singles, Desolation and Come Hell or High Water. They just give you what you want from Imminence. They sound like Imminence. They're just, yeah. So good. And then do you remember that band, Any Given Day? Um, they released two new singles. I didn't know they were still around and doing stuff, actually. Same. It's been a while. They released two new singles called Get That Done and Apocalypse. I would recommend. Check them out. Very good. Okay. No album announcements from any of those bands yet, by the way. But I think they maybe just are keeping people saying, hey, we still here. Guys, we still here girls. indeed. Um, concert review. Do you want that real quick before we go? I sure do. Tell me about Batabab, Batabam, Batabam. Yeah, so yeah, they played in Vancouver on Monday with Rivers of Nile and Thank You Scientist. I'll start with Rivers of Nile. Um, mm-hmm. they they ditched their lead vocalist a while ago. Um, oh, that's right. And so yep. the and so the bass player took over for vocals. There's something missing. Okay, seeing them live, they were a little, they were a little, well flat. Yeah, hmm. and it wasn't even necessarily like the vocals that were a little flat, but just like the band in general felt kind of just like, eh, like uninspired. Like they sounded good, but like, I don't know. It was just kind of. They just kind of fell. They just kind of fell flat. And I've seen them before, and they're really good. But when I saw them before, they were with their original vocalist. Mm -hmm. So it's almost something like like it's hard to pull off energy without a front person. Like you kind of need a hype man or hype mm -hmm. person, right? Like you need someone to interact closely with the crowd and the audience. And when you're playing an instrument and singing, well, it works for lots, lots, and lots of bands. Doesn't work for everyone. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, they were just kind of, yeah, missing that energy. They were pretty boring to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was that. They only played five songs. Okay. Uh next was, so Thank you, was two and a half hours. <laughs> They're not that long. <laughs> no, I just... <laughs> um 
next was thank you scientist mm-hmm. um they kind of had a different problem they were they were really good they sounded good they were really fun to watch on stage because obviously they had like the the violinist and a saxophone and a trumpet and stuff like that yeah um so they're really cool but they're i think their their singer was struggling like he oh, okay. he's the first couple songs like he sounded like you'd expect him to sound but then he started like missing a lot of lyrics and like you could tell when there was like parts coming up like even in like choruses and main main vocal lines and choruses like he would sing and then stop singing and like kind of turn away from the crowd so oh weird yeah it was strange like he was either i don't think it was him like forgetting lines i think he was his voice was just kind of oh, that's too bad yeah that's too bad so that was different but the band sounded great cool um and then of course between the buried and me headlined it was the 10 year anniversary of the parallax 2 mm-hmm. um and so they played it in full it was just so good the only disappointing part was they they played the whole album and then just left no encore <laughs> <laughs> they didn't play like, bonus tracks <laughs> yeah like everyone was wanting an encore hmm that's interesting yeah it was strange i don't know why they didn't do it because like the album itself like it's only an hour long so they only played for an hour and just Mm -hmm. played the whole album and then nothing yeah it's weird they didn't come up with like some um like they just released that other album this year last year um but they didn't play some hits off that one right like it's surprising they didn't prepare for an encore I know. In a perfect world, they would have came on and just played the proverbial bellow. But yeah. Anyway, um, but this was also another weird. There's something weird. Well, not something weird going on, but like this was their first time I've seen them without Dusty Waring, who we talked about this a, a while ago, I think. But he's the he's their guitar player facing all those sexual assault accusations, mm-hmm. and so they had a fill-in guy who like was super young like maybe 20 but he killed oh, it and i don't sick. know who he is but he yeah. killed it so it was also just kind of weird in that way so there was like rivers missing their vocalist there's thank you scientists something weird going on with his vocalist and then bt bam coming out with not their original lineup for like the first time in 20 years mm-hmm. yeah so it was all weird but it was good yep that's all i got we gotta get going because yeah I have to work. Don't you work at 11? No, 10. Isn't it 10? In an hour. No, it's 10 to 9 here for me. Oh, wow. (laughs) Yeah, we are in different time zones. Okay. Yeah, let's uh, let's do it. Uh, Who went first last week? Week time. You know what I mean. Fuck. I think last last time I also think it was me. We're sp- talking about Sleep Token. Who? <laughs> <laughs> they suck. I heard. Yeah. Just awful. Um. Yeah, I think it was me too. So I think it's your turn. 
Okay. Um, I will start at number 10 because that's how we do things here. Sure. Also, I noticed you added three albums or four albums, like <laughs> either late last night or this morning, <laughs> literally at like 11 o'clock last night. Yeah. I didn't listen to those. <laughs> That's fine. I didn't expect you to. Um, <laughs> I think of those albums, I added uh, one of them made it in Okay, to my top 10. I just, I mainly added them, not expecting you to listen to them just because I forgot to put them in there. So I just wanted to add them to my list. Yeah, no problem. Um, Yeah, I'm really bad at updating the thing. That's okay. Uh, My number 10, um, I quite enjoyed. It's kind of like a melodic hardcore band. Uh, The main reason why they're number 10 is because their name of the band makes me ill. But they're a very good band. Uh, this is Pupil Slicer <laughs> with their album Blossom. And um, yeah, like I said, uh, they're kind of a mix. They're kind of like a uh, like a more melodic, but a more hardcore sounding Slipknot, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. They're um, also in my top 10. Interesting. Yep. Yeah, super solid. Um, but yeah, I just hate the name. I, that had to have been on purpose, right? Like, let's make a name that people cringe at. Oh, like yeah. In, not in like a, a bad name, maybe, but like a, like that's gross. Yeah. Like cannibal corpse. Yeah. Like imagine wearing a t-shirt with pupil slicer on it. I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they're my number 10. What say you? My number 10 for this month is Creeping Death with the album Boundless Remain. Interesting. They almost made it in. Yeah. I uh, got edged out by Pupil Slicer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, they, um, of the albums, I only listened to 12 albums of the 14 that I was had available to me before 11 o'clock last night. Mm-hmm. And two of them were EPs, so I basically had a default ten. Right. Yeah. Did, before we go on, because you mentioned EPs, did you listen to the Anne Berlin EP? I did. And I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, it's like good, I right? think. Yeah, it was good. I still don't love their singer, which is what I've always never loved about them. Mm. He kind of sings like this, right the back of his throat. <laughs> you sound like Buddy the Elf yeah and yeah uh so but like from a music and like a writing perspective like i'm i'm actually i'd be pretty interested in listening to their full length if they've got one coming yeah they might just be going the ep route which a lot of people are seem to be doing mm-hmm. which I, I i'm kind of okay with i think people are bands are realizing that people these days have short attention spans totally so unless you're like a between the buried and me and in the prog world where people eat up the like hour-long albums might be the way of the future true in which case they'll probably stop being called eps maybe then we can have that conversation again of what (laughs) i'm not excited for that conversation (laughs) anyway yeah i was just curious because yeah it didn't make it into my top 10 but i was also felt the same pleasantly surprised it was pretty good yeah it was going to be an honorable mention for me. So. Yeah. yeah. 
Cool. Um, Creeping Death, though, you didn't really go into. You liked it. It was good. It was like pretty good. It was number ten of the ten albums <laughs> I listened to, so I wouldn't say it was good. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my number nine. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The aforementioned eleven p.m. entry into this list is the band Vexed with their album Negative Energy. Cool. Um, Negative Energy is a bad title for this record because it has a lot of positive energy. It's okay. very, it's very, it's very um, like super heavy, but like moves well. It's like a good, like driving fast album. If that makes sense. Yeah. I like very much. My number nine is King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard with the <laughs> album Petrograd Petrogregonic Apocalypse or Dawn of Eternal Night and Annihilation of Planet Earth and the Beginning of Merciless Damnation. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It was I I didn't like it as much as the last King Lizard King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard that, <laughs> that we listened to. Um interesting but, yeah yeah but yeah i'll just leave it at that it's my number nine it wasn't yeah. wasn't amazing in my perspective you will hear from that from me later okay because i liked it better than their last release oh interesting yeah but we'll get into that uh my number eight is the uh debut solo album from einar solberg Ooh. with the album 16 I think the reason this is super solid stuff. Um, I think the reason for whatever reason this affects it, that it fell down into my list was because I guess naively I was expecting like another like leprous record. And that is not at all what we got. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of wanted it to be more leprous, <laughs> but it wasn't like, because like Leprous's last album, we both just like raved over, mm -hmm. and like this is good and solid, but it just kind of fell short for me a little bit. Well, we'll hear about that later. I I know. Yeah, <laughs> I figured. Yeah, it also felt long. Mm. Um, but there was a few tracks for sure that really stood out. But I remember listening to it and then going to listen to the last Leprous album and then just getting my fix. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that was your number eight? C. My number C is the <laughs> artist Atlases with the album Between the Day and I. Mm, okay, 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 okay. Anything good. <laughs> yeah i think that this was probably the this is probably the first good. album in the top 10 list that i would like say is good like i'd go back and listen to it interesting okay okay yep. my number seven the aforementioned king gizzard and the lizard wizard okay with that album title <laughs> 
you're not going to take the opportunity to say it. Petro Dragonic Apocalypse or Dawn of Eternal Night and Annihilation of Planet Earth and its Merciless Destruction. <laughs> like, why? Right. Why are you called this? Uh, do you um, have more to say about it? Well, you said you liked it more than the last album. Yeah, just it felt a little like th- kind of like thrashier mm-hmm. and a little more accessible for me. Okay. And yeah, I don't know. This band is weird, obviously. Yes. And they just, I don't understand how they pump out so much music. Like this is like their, I don't remember what it is, 10th or 11th full length in like the last few years. Mm-hmm. It's just stupid. I don't know. I don't know how they do it. But anyway, I mean, like I liked it. I just liked it more. I guess maybe why is it fell higher? Fell higher, went higher, crept higher. But overall, this band is kind of just like you know what you're going to get for the mm-hmm. most part. Yeah. yeah, number seven. Cool. My number seven is the artist Rival Sons with the album Dark Fighter fighter yeah uh good rock album it's like an alt rock mm-hmm. to rock album reminds me of um those guys sheepdogs a little bit uh but less country more rocky oh. yeah, yeah and way better <laughs> well i like the sheepdogs so. <laughs> we may as well talk about it because rival sun is my six Okay, cool. Let's talk about it. Um, I just think these guys have a super solid sound. Definitely. I love their singer. Mm-hmm. Um, their singer was the highest score um, for me. Oh, yes. Yeah, I just... I don't know. They just write super solid, good-sounding rock music. They have some cool melodies, cool instrumental parts that kind of keep you interested. It doesn't feel formulaic, which I like. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it's produced really well. It sounds great. It sounds big. Totally. I don't oh, really have production much was of... the highest score. <laughs> yeah, what did you give it? Four for production and three point eight for vocals. Okay, I also gave three point eight for vocals, but I gave production a four a point to two. Very nice. Yeah. What was your overall score for this album? 67.7. Okay. Mine was 70.1. Oh, nice. Uh, uh, yeah, super solid. Liked that a lot. Cool. Uh, my number six is the aforementioned Pupil Slicer. <laughs> <laughs> that made it high. Yeah, and I think, um, well, one, I did actually really like the album. I listened to it a few times, but uh, um, also I found that like the bottom of my list is not very strong, so it made it high just out of because it did. Fair. You know, like <laughs> interesting yeah. month this month. Uh-huh, yeah, it's kind of polarizing because like the top ones were definitely top ones, but the bottom ones were kind of like all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. People slicer. How many times can we say that without grossing people out? I don't know. Once. I I wonder if you can get a pupil slicer at the grocery store. 
you might. Mm-hmm. What would that look like? I'm imagining a suction cup with a scalpel. <laughs> I was imagining like a raptor claw, like a little mm. curved. I feel like it wouldn't be accurate enough. Like that would be like a pupil gouger. Mm. We're talking about a pupil slicer. That's right. Yeah. And also a pupil is a hole in the eye. So why would you have to slice it anyways? It is just nothing. That's true. I'm also imagining what that would feel like. (laughs) (laughs) And I can't. Like it's making my eyes water. (laughs) We should move on. (laughs) Number five. Uh, This is where um, my top five gets convoluted in the way of uh, even including my number one, I wasn't exactly sure where to put all these. Mm-hmm. I liked them all very much in their own way. Yes. I would but say the same number- about my top five. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, but my number five is Scar Symmetry with the album The Singularity Phase 2 Xenotaph. Beautiful. Um, what? Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, I I enjoyed this album, but after such a long break, nine years in between albums, there's a certain like I guess hype or expectation that you expect behind it. Mm-hmm. And like I really love their stuff in the past. The one that the phase one, the singularity phase one, I really, really enjoyed. And with all of that expectation, this one fell a little flat, especially on first listen. Yeah, it's um, like you say, like after nine years, you're expecting them to come up with something new. And this just sounded like a lot of the same old. Yeah, I mean, like a good chunk of the album, from what I understand, was written at the same time. Oh, okay. Nine years ago. But there's like a ton of stuff that happened like with the band personally that kind of made this delay so much. Okay. Um, and they also have got a new singer who I or screamer who I like less. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Um but easily the guitar work was the, the highest score for me that stood out. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um yeah, I don't know. It's super it's it's solid after listening to it a couple times there's definitely a couple like really standout tracks again felt a little long um maybe i'm falling into that trope maybe i'm changing maybe i'm liking the shorter seems that way <laughs> albums uh we can yeah we can keep we can probably explore scores on this one it's not my number 5 but it's my number 4 so okay we- since all of our top five are kind of mismatched, I think we just talk about it. Do we have the same? No, we don't have the same top five because I, yeah, I definitely know we don't have the same top five. Um, <laughs> yeah, so vocals got 3.2 for me. Uh, got what? Sorry, 3.2. Uh, I gave a 4.3 actually. But I forgot that they I forgot that they had separate screamers and singers. Yeah. Which would have dropped the score for me. Um 
in the way I've been doing it. So yeah, mm. I just I like the the balance of the the singing and the the melodies and the screaming hardcore stuff. So yep. Um, guitars got four point four. Yeah, four point five. Yeah, it's a pair. Nielsen is just a a master mm. on that thing. Uh, drums got three point eight. Uh, I gave a four point four for drums too. Oh, okay. I found the I found them interesting, and I found some of like counter rhythms to the guitars and stuff, which were pretty cool. Yep. Uh, instruments also got three point eight. Uh three point nine. And writing and lyrics got three point six. Uh, I gave a four. Interesting. Oh, you scored this higher than me. Interesting. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, production got a four. Four point three. And then repeat got 3.5. I gave a four. I did like, it sounds like I liked it a little bit more than you, but I did find it the same old, same old. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So my score was 75.1. And I gave 84 even. Oh, that's really high for you. Mm -hmm. It is, yep. Okay. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Okay. What's your number five? Five. Yeah, so Scar Cemetery was my number four, but was your number five. So my number five was Foo Fighters, but here we are. Well, we may as well talk about this one because this is my number four. Oh, perfect. We're just flying through this. <laughs> yeah. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> uh, I thought it was another great Foo Fighters album. It doesn't quite stand up to the one with Rope and Rosemary and whatever that album's called. Oh, God. Wasting Light? Yeah. Well, that's let's, let's be honest. Not many of their albums stand up to that one. No, that was an incredible album. But uh, yeah, this album, it was good. It was kind of exactly what I was expecting from the Foo Fighters. But um, I don't know. Did before Taylor passed, did he have any influence on this album? Or is this all their new drummer? Oh, uh, well, Dave Grohl drummed on it. Dave Grohl drummed on it. Okay. Because yeah, yeah. It's, it sounds very like just what you'd expect from the Foo Fighters. Yeah, I guess he, they, I don't, I'm sure Dave Grohl pretty much wrote all of this, but he, it's, it was like intentionally meant to sound like even production wise, like their very first album. Mm-hmm. Like they, they, nailed they it. put out, they put out <laughs> specifically that it's like, we wanted this to sound like we just kind of came out with something. Cool. Um, so yeah, no, yeah, this was all written after, after Taylor and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, I liked it. It's Foo Fighters. I, but like compared to the the last one, their um, or even their last two, I would say, the uh, Concrete and Gold and. I don't even remember what their last album was called because it fell so flat for me. I didn't at medicine at midnight that I barely even listened to it. Um, yeah, compared to that, it's like insanely, it's, it's a huge step up for me Mm -hmm. in my opinion. Um, I mean, obviously lyrically just like super raw emotional. Yep. Um, yeah, I really liked it. Um, I'm. 
after all I'm saying about it, I'm surprised <laughs> even as I'm talking about it, that it didn't make it higher. Um, cause I think there's some songs on here that are their best songs of their entire career. Okay. That's yeah. A hot take. Yeah. The, the teacher, mm-hmm. like you gotta be kidding me is easily one of the best songs they've ever done. I got put it in their top 10 right now. Okay. Um, yeah, like I really liked under you the title track, but here we are is awesome. Nothing at all is kind of like this album's pretender for me. Yeah. Cool. I just, it's super solid. They, freaking need to announce a concert here because <laughs> they, they had a concert planned in like Calgary and Edmonton and Vancouver before Taylor passed. So like there was tickets available and everything. And then mm-hmm. obviously they canceled everything. And so they've started announcing like tour dates. So I assume they're coming back because they had already scheduled something. Right. But like, just hurry up, please. That's all I have to say. Cool. Do you want to talk about scores? Or you just want to go final score? Um. Yeah, we can just go final score. Okay. Mine um, was. Oh, go ahead. Actually, it's no, your you, turn. You. Uh, uh, mine was seventy nine. Even. Okay, I gave seventy five point four. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I would say like the the vocals. And the like, the writing and the lyrics were the highest scores for me. Yeah. The vocals, writing, and lyrics. I've got, yeah, production, writing, and vocals. Yep. Interesting. I thought you would have given production a low score. I liked it, but I like that raw, like old school rock sound. So hmm. we can hear everything, but it's not triggered or anything. It's just like the raw acoustic sound. But yeah, like they produced well. (laughs) Yeah, they did the whole like this was recorded again, I think, in Dave's studio at his house. Mm -hmm. So actually where they recorded Wasting Light. And did the whole like band in the room thing, plugged everything in, hit record kind of thing. So very live. Yeah. Sound. Not many bands that do better than them, in my opinion. Nope. Okay. I'm I've lost track now. So we've both done five and four. So it'd be your turn to do number three. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, this one, uh, you've already mentioned. Um, this one fell, or why do I keep saying fell? This one went a lot higher for me because, uh, one, I'd never heard this band before, and I just kind of found myself continuing to go back to it. And really enjoying it. And that is Atlas's. Ah, cool. With That's Gordon I for you. The day and I. Yeah. I, it was like the repeat. Like I just kept finding myself. It, I found it like interesting to listen to. Dynamically, it, it sounded really good. Um, and yeah, just from like the first couple songs when I first listened to it, I have to shout out Nick who showed me this album mm-hmm. and band and told me I had to listen to it. Um, yeah, I was just kind of hooked 
from the from right from the get-go and kind of it's one of those ones where i listened to the album like a couple times in a row off the upon hearing it super solid i don't know yeah wicked i think they made it higher just because of the newness okay yeah yeah i didn't spend a lot of time with the album it didn't catch me on the first go through so the repeat score is a little lower but uh <laughs> it's an interesting take on it is it uh is it worth going back to you i mean i would say so yeah. for sure <laughs> yeah. yeah okay sick so let's see uh, my number three then is Pyramids with the album Bloodlines. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah. You and Did your this one make it in your power metal? Yeah, I love power metal. <laughs> I assume this one didn't even make it into your list. No, no. <laughs> no. Yeah, I thought that like as far as power metal goes, and as far as Pyramids is going, it's like this one was uh, a little more on the proggy side. They did some more experimental work with different types of instruments. They had some feature vocalists that had a really good flow to the album. Like it was a, um, a really good listen. So uh, yeah. yeah, number three okay. for me. Yep. I'd have to go back to it. Yeah. As far as pyramids goes, like pyramids hasn't grabbed me like this album did. So it was, a, uh, yeah, I, I would say this one's worth going back to. Okay. I'll check it out again. Um, Okay, my number two. Um, I'm a little surprised this hasn't come up yet. <laughs> I'm, yes, I'm so excited what's happening here. <laughs> and yes, we're about to have this conversation. Is, is this your number two? Uh, I think. Oh, oh, I, I don't, I don't actually know. I, I know that my number one is different than your number one. I'm not sure where you're going with this. I can't predict which one you're choosing. Oh, okay, because. Yeah, there's one that I thought that would be on your list that hasn't come up yet. So, yeah. Um, but I'm not surprised it's not on my list. So, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, this is the one we teased last month. And this okay, is Avenged Sevenfold's Life is But a Dream. This is also my number two, then. Okay. Um, well. Yeah, Let's so get into it. There's there's a lot to go over it in this one for me. Well, and I'm a little bit regretting my tease last month too, like what I what I said about it because the more I listened to it, the more I just got drawn in and drawn in and drawn in. Right. Yeah. Um I don't what did you what did you say about it last time um, when we teased it? I said that I wasn't really into it, that I appreciated the different influences that came into it, but I thought that it wasn't Avenged Sevenfold's final form and it wasn't their best work. Um, but I liked the way I, they were going and I was looking more forward to the next album. I agree with the last two things you said. I don't think this is their final form, clearly, because mm, okay. there's, there's been such a stark shift in the sound of their last few albums. Mm -hmm. that this is I think they're just going to keep continuing to kind of catch us off guard with cool. any future music which I'm fine with mm -hmm. um, well even looking at their whole trajectory over their whole music career it's like every single time has been so different it's whiplash yeah <laughs> yeah which I mean I appreciate I think mm -hmm. 
there's bands out there like i don't know the first one that popped in my head is like iron maiden where it's like pretty much every single release you just know what you're gonna get totally yeah um speaking of randomly <laughs> i re i re-listened to uh senjutsu yeah because like since we reviewed it whenever the hell that came out i hadn't listened to it again since no me either and i was just like you know what i was feeling like listening to iron maiden i was in the kitchen one day and i was like you know what? i'm just gonna throw this thing on and see what happens and i enjoyed it way more Hmm, that's interesting a year out than i did before i almost wonder like that was right after writing on the wall the single came out and it was so good and then we compared the whole album to that single yeah and then um maybe there's an expectation disappointment that happened yeah i still i still after like two and a half minutes skipped the first song right because i was just like i've had enough of this but the rest of it there's uh, there's a couple songs near the end there they're longer ones that i was really i was just i was just i don't know maybe it was the mood but i was really feeling it a lot more than before okay okay just out of curiosity anyway so Avenged sevenfold this there's a lot of like charged emotion and metaphor and a lot of charged opinion is the wrong word but i don't know what the word i'm looking for but like you can feel it in the music you can feel it in the lyrics you can feel it in the melodies like everything is just like what the fuck is happening here in a way yeah a lot of like uh what's the word but like um talking about stuff that's going on in the world right now kind mm-hmm. of thing and like existentialism yes that's a great word for it Mm-hmm. it's just like yeah there's the it's, one song uh yeah, go ahead i can't i can't remember what it's called just because i haven't looked at the names as i've been listening but it's like the one's like more power more greed more more oh, more, yeah. more 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 yeah, i was like we, every time uh, i hear that song we love you yeah i heard that song the first time and i hated it because I was like listening to it i was like this is awful but then the more you like listen to it the more you're like oh shit like this is actually making me angry and this is making me like question everything and this is like what are we doing yeah that's still one of my least favorite i just i can't get past that part more sex (laughs) more greed more (laughs) build yeah yeah um yeah i definitely wouldn't say it's their best song but it's one that always catches my attention and kind of like does inspire an emotion in me yeah totally um that was the song when i when we were talking last month that was the song that apparently is just like really good live they've been playing it live and apparently people have been saying it just like it translates really well cool um yeah and i wanted to talk about well there's a, a lot of songs i want to talk about i wanted i also last month told you that i think that there's a song on here that's one of the best songs they've done mm-hmm. um in a in a long time and that is mattel song number two really stood out to me i yeah i'm just yeah. sorry i just had to skip through it because i needed to l- remind myself of it mm-hmm. that's a killer song 
Yeah, like very, very, very good. Um, also, a song I wanted to shout out is actually the very last, the title track, The Life is But a Dream. It's a piano piece, and it is gorgeous. It is. Yeah, we need to talk about the last four songs. Okay. Because <laughs> they have the... The the last four songs were kind of written from what I was reading. I don't know how reputable it is, but I I, I guess the last four songs were written as like a suite, as in like okay. there was potentially a plan to release the last four songs as one song or like show it on the album as one song. That but explains they, why it's written the way it is. Yeah, but they split it up. Um. So, I mean, it just, just the G even, the one that's yeah. literally just called G, which is also written in the key of G, by the way, that had to oh. be on purpose. Um, <laughs> it must have been. Is the next song written in the key of O? Yep. <laughs> Perfect. Sure is. <laughs> Knew it. Um, Like, I don't even know how to explain that song. No, when that song started. I was just like, "When did Frank Zappa get here?" Yeah, and there's there's so much like as as we talk about Sleep Token as like genre melding, genre bashing. Like Avenged Sevenfold is really really driving that home, and like they've pulled from oh, everything gosh, from yeah. electronic to yeah that old like Frank Zappa to they pulled in some Rush shit that I heard. They pulled in yeah. Um, some of the pop and country like they're just and like the piano piece at the end like I, I don't know I just I don't think there's a genre that isn't on this album yeah this whole album felt like the song a little piece of heaven but in a full album form yeah like it's Which, just everywhere it's it's funny because like actually as we're watching the trajectory of Avenged Sevenfold and um, thinking back to how much a little piece of heaven was influential off of that self-titled album um that was like the start of this really creative journey like that was like a um, um foreshadowing mm-hmm. but the the fans clearly like it because like a little piece of heaven is easily one of their most popular songs mm-hmm. and from even just like forums i read like that's the song that people want to hear live when they go see them yeah like they'll play their back countries, they'll play their afterlifes. But like Avenged Sevenfold fans, I think they like the weird. Like yeah. The some of the reviews I've been seeing of, of this one of Life is But a Dream, it's just been like I guess kind of like uh what am I trying to say? Like I guess non-avenged fans I've been seeing kind of hate it and think it's okay. bad. But like a good chunk of the Avenged Sevenfold fans have been saying that this is like their masterpiece. Like this is their Sergeant Pepper, which I think cool. is exactly what they were going for. Like they were trying to make, there's a lot of intentional choices, I think. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just, it's, it's definitely been a grower. A lot of Avenged Sevenfold has been a grower for me yeah even like the last album the stage took a little bit of getting used to yep 
but and then like, there's also one of my taught like one of my constantly on rotation albums now so yeah <laughs> and then even hail to the king like there's there's some songs on there i still go back to and really enjoy mm-hmm. but yeah i just yeah this one really this one really grew like when i when i listened to this the first time i like hated it with a burning passion i was like totally. I was like 100%. this is not good no but then you just yeah listen to it more grow to appreciate it and it was, it was funny yeah. because it's it's my history with events Sevenfold. like most albums if i hate it the first time i never go back to it but my history with events was like i gotta give this another chance and then the second time i was hooked yeah um let's quickly go over the scores because we need to talk about our number one still yeah okay uh vocals only got 3.3 for me which is by far the lowest score okay i was a little more generous well a lot more generous i gave a four for vocals Hmm. um it's in my opinion always hard to come up with like melodies and vocal lines over top of multiple genres and multiple feelings and so i just and multiple key changes and all the stuff so i gave him a little bit of grace on that Fair. Yeah, it wasn't my favorite from him. Fair enough. Uh, guitars got my highest score. I got 4.6. Gave 4.3. Um, Sinister. Yeah, he shines on this album. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's someone that like seems to always be growing too. Like he's always doing experimenting stuff. Yeah, yeah. experimenting and yeah. Uh, speaking of shining, this is kind of reflected in my production score and I wish the drums were mixed a little better. Cause mm-hmm. if you pay attention to some of the shit that Brooks is doing, it's insane mm-hmm. stuff I've never heard before. Yeah. So I gave 4.5. Nice. I gave 4.4. Yeah. Um, all other instruments and stuff like that. I also gave 4.5. Yeah, it was just a shiner. I gave 4.3. Yeah, so many things everywhere. Uh, writing and lyrics, I gave a four. Me too. Um, production, I guess it is kind of high. I gave 4.3. But yeah, I, I just... A... Okay. Sorry, I just ahead. wish the drums were mixed a little better. Like, you could just hear yeah. them a little more. Uh, yeah, I gave a four for production. Again, it's so hard to mix all these different genres together because they're all usually approached differently so yeah. i yeah four is where where i landed okay and then repeat was four also four yeah yeah so 83.4 was my total and mine was 82.8 or 82.9 the rounding okay yeah so really great high scoring record yeah um okay my number one I have to go very soon. Okay. Uh, my number one sounds like didn't even make it into your list. No. And that is Queens of the Stone Age with In Times New Roman. Correct. Um, I, man, I don't have a lot to say really about this. I just... 
I can't put my, I can't quite put my finger on it, but there's always been something about this band that just ropes me in and I can't quite explain it. Um, no, I just find their shit. They don't. And I can't explain it either for me. Yeah. Yeah. I just find their, I just find their stuff so catchy and so like different Mm. and I, I like how raw it sounds like it just, I don't know. It sounds like they recorded this in an empty room, but I kind of love it. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just like it's it's very dirty, very raw, but also kind of feels refined mm-hmm. to me. This is like them in general, not just this yeah. album. Um, yeah, and like I guess like scoring wise doesn't necessarily score like super high if we're really breaking it down. But music is also all about feeling and their stuff just always just makes, I just, I love it. I gravitate towards it. Um, so yeah, this is the one I went back to the most. Cool. And I just, yeah, I'm all here for it. There's again, some songs on here that I think are some of the better songs that Joshua Homme has written. And I think it's just super solid front to back, not too short, not too long. Okay, cool. Uh, my number one, I think you're surprised at, but it was in the same yeah. breath as the same one that I went back to over and over and over again. I think I listened to it six times, seven times, not 16 times, <laughs> not 16 times. No, <laughs> uh, but that's the previously mentioned Einar Solberg with the album 16. I I thought that it was just a beautiful masterpiece. It was interesting. It had cool time signatures. It had really great melodies, really great instruments, instrumental support. Um, and everything that I like about Leprous, I didn't think was missing from this, but Einer really shone, right? So um, he's a, yeah. just an insane vocalist. Oh, absolutely insane he's i'm watching him far more closely now than i ever did previously with leprous Mm -hmm. ever since castaway angels i'm like this guy who is this guy and how he's on our solberg (laughs) how do i meet him (laughs) yeah yeah i don't have much to say about it besides that it was a beautifully produced album um really good flow uh it's definitely like low key it's not something you need to do like or listen to while you're cleaning but like it's i was just kind of just listen to it anytime i could basically mm-hmm. yep what was your final score for that one 83.7 okay what was the one you gave 84 to that was down your list scar symmetry interesting yeah, so I mean, my top five this week didn't reflect my scores. It was very feelings based this week. Yeah, same. Yeah, because yeah, Queens of the Stone Age only got like a seventy-one. Yeah, compared to like Avenge, they got eighty-three point four. Hmm. Yeah, Joshua Homey just hits me in the feels. <laughs> Are they okay? Your feels, I mean. Yeah, they're great. Okay. If Joshua Homme touches them, <laughs> it's it's all great. I like 
I I like that band so much that they they would like they would challenge a spot like if I was telling you my favorite bands of all time yeah like Foo Fighters and Queens of Stone Age would be like one A one B okay or two A two B like they yeah. I I like them that much and I I just I can't explain it <laughs> fair enough I won't I won't fault you for that I just won't agree either <laughs> fair enough. And I am seeing them in, I can't remember when their show is here. They're not coming to Calgary. Not that you'd go anyway, but they're playing Vancouver here, like in September, I think. Huh, right on. So I'm pumped with, uh, oh, you'll laugh at this. Of course, me and Nick are going because the opening band for Queens of Stone Age is the Viagra Boys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because I, it was funny because I kept telling Nick, I was like, I'll never go see the Viagra Boys with you because they came through and headlined. Yeah. And he offered to like buy my ticket and go me go for free and everything. And I was like, no, I'll never <laughs> see them. And then, and then they there opened for Queens of the Stone Age. And I was like, you got your wish. <laughs> now I'll go see them. <laughs> oh, it's so Gosh, good. Too funny. Um, yeah, we'll figure out when we record next, but I think. We should do a quick little top six albums of the first half year. Sure. And then like our normal top 10. Yeah. Uh, There's a couple albums for July that I'm looking forward to listening to. Yeah. One of them um, was a surprise release for me, just in that I had no idea it was coming out. And that's Black Braid. That's with their, what I'm actually looking forward to listening to most, I think, is that one. Um, it's fucking insane. Yeah. <laughs> I ha- I already have some thoughts. Yeah. That um I'm not looking know. forward to listening to the Raven Age. <laughs> uh a lot of these I've already listened to, to be honest. Yeah. Um no, I'm, I'm behind, but Raven Age. Uh, is not half bad. Okay. Not good, but it's not half bad. Um, ones that I would pay attention to levitated. I think you'll enjoy. Yeah. Um, I'm expecting you to hate better lovers. Okay. Which is fine. Yep. Uh, that's members of fit for an autopsy. Um, the Dillinger escape plan and every time I die. Uh, okay. <laughs> Um, Voyager is going to be very interesting. Coulter Wall is going to be very interesting. Greta Van Fleet. I'm looking forward to that one because the last album was the first one where I was like, they kind of diverged from their little typecast. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm looking forward to this one to see if they continued to create their own. Yeah. So a really interesting, not like some, not like big heavy hitters in this, in the month of July, like in terms of bands. Mm Mm-hmm. But uh, it's going to be an eclectic mix, folks. Shall we? Okay, well. Einar Silberg and Queens of Stone Age are number ones. Yeah. And we both ended up liking Avenged Sevenfold, which was also interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, folks, friends, peeps, it's been a real pupil slice. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. The most enjoyable time on my earth. Mm-hmm. Oh, the most enjoyable time <laughs> of my life. <laughs> the most enjoyable time on my earth. That might be the title of the episode. <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah, it's the time of my life. A good old people slice. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks as always for listening. Thanks for hanging out with us. We will see you in a month-ish, probs. Bye.